Hey, what's going on, Clipper people? It is me, William the Opinion Updike. Oh, and I'm as positive as you can possibly be, Chuck Mockler. Go ahead and say it. This, it, was this the best win of the Clipper season so far? <laughs> I can't I even do it with a straight face anymore. I don't know about that, but it was a heck of <laughs> a win. Uh, the Clippers <laughs> took a 117 to 105 win over Memphis, down a full starting lineup plus, plus two. Plus two. This makes no sense. Uh, we're gonna. If you can't tell, we're very excited about this. We're gonna talk about what we liked <laughs> from this game as well as what we didn't like, which, to be honest, isn't much. Uh, and then it's Thirsty Thursday. Every single Thursday. Charles and I talk about who and what we're thirsty for, basically oh, yeah. what we want to see more of. This one is going to be pretty PG focused. So yes. shout out to the PG army out there. <laughs> yes, all the soldiers <laughs> in PG's army. <laughs> uh, and then in shavings, uh, which is where we kind of wrap up everything else, we got to talk about Fee. We did review the Terrence Mann track uh, and just talking about the team in general. So. Yeah. All that and more coming up right about now, but first gotta let you know, this episode is brought to you by Locker Room. Download the Locker Room app from the iOS app store and find one of our locked on rooms. Locker Room, changing the way we talk about sports. You are locked on Clippers. Your daily Los Angeles Clippers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome to the Clippers 117-105 Victory over a fully healthy Memphis Grizzlies team. This team won't lose. It doesn't know how. It Can't doesn't do it. know how. It's impossible. Um, out tonight for the Clippers, Paul George rest. Serge Ibaka, as we know, the back tightness. Patrick Beverly, left-hand fourth metacarpal fracture, of course. Reggie Jackson, rest, well-deserved. Kawhi Leonard, right foot soreness. We knew that. Rajon Rondo, right wrist inflammation. Not reading into it. It's Not. best second night of a back-to-back. -back. Makes sense. He's an old man. We had 10 active guys in this game and it this i mean this one started out kind of rough the first quarter they put up almost what it was like 40. 39 yeah in the first quarter it was rough um to start but after some insane halftime adjust adjustments and some momentum at the end of the second like this game just got turned basically because of the clippers hustle and luke canard <laughs> <laughs> this is such a huge win because it's a team that's surging there in the Grizzlies. Just got their second best player back tonight. Yeah. Just put up 137 on the Nuggets yeah. the previous game. <laughs> yeah. Um, so th this is a super quality win. Yeah. What did we like from this one? We have to talk about Luke Kennard. It was his yes. best performance uh, in a Clippers uniform. 28-7-2. He couldn't miss. He was 6-7 from deep. Like. Yeah. 10 of 16 from the field overall. Oof. The guy was automatic. And it was, I mean, he hit such timely shots. He had seven um, boards, too, which makes no sense. Yeah, it, uh, it, truly. Uh, I, I mean, Mook was also huge in this one. Yes. He, uh, he had to have a big game. Uh, there, as one of the few. Yeah. This, of, is, this is perfectly set up for we need someone to have a career Clippers high and we need Marcus Morris to kind of shoulder the rest of the load. And he did. Yeah. Uh, he had 25 on four of six shooting. I mean. From deep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Four of six. Four. <laughs> he was 25 points efficient. on six field goal attempts. <laughs> uh, anyways, he, yeah. He also. He was a pest defensively. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. He got it done. He he has continued to step up. And as the only starter who will yeah. be a starter when everyone is healthy. For sure. Who played in this game. Um, we needed every minute of it. The third quarter in this game went as well as it possibly could have. We talked about 
right up top about how this game, you know, the momentum really shift at the end of the first half. Kennard and Mann combined for 18 points in the third. The Clippers shot 66% from three. In the first half, the Clippers had nine turnovers. Yeah. Which I was like, okay, this is, if this keeps up, this one's over. Yeah. Zero turnovers in the third quarter. Um, from a bunch of guys who haven't played together, right? Yeah, like, we finished with only 12. It was We had four in the first quarter, five yeah. in the second, and then only three more the rest of the game. Whatever happened at halftime was... Including the 24-shot, the 24-second shot. At the end, shot. good yeah, call. So basically only two in the fourth. Yeah. Two actual turnovers. Um, I don't know. Everything got locked up at halftime. Uh, Terrence Mann had 19-6 and 7. Just buzzing around on both ends. Yeah. Zoo had a great performance. Two blocks, 18 points, seven boards, three assists. Guarded multiple Grizzlies with effectiveness. Yeah. I, I Honestly, should have had more than two blocks. Should have had more than two blocks for sure. Um, Yogi Ferrell also with the best debut I think we anyone could have hoped for. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, 8.7 assists. <laughs> He's never played with these guys. Uh, which is so wild. He had a quarter of the Clippers' total assists. So he was huge. And also just the hustle. I mean, he got a Dude. couple of extra possessions for yes. this team in very high leverage moments. Some would say maybe not, well, not technically clutch moments. Uh, yeah. Very clutch moments for the Clippers. Yes, absolutely. Uh, I mean, really, the only bummer about this is I, I don't believe that he'll be playoff eligible for the Clippers. Yeah, that's tough. Um, but he's going to be there for the vibes, which yes. is what's the most important thing right now. Speaking of vibes, Boogie gets the hustle award as well. Uh, he led the team in boards, took a bunch of charges. And when I say that he was lumbering up and down the court, I mean that in a nice way because... Like the the effectiveness was there. It just wasn't maybe the most eye-pleasing effectiveness. But in a game that basically requires you to kind of muck it up yeah. late, if you want to hang around with nine guys, you need it like this. If you love grimy basketball, check oh. out check out the start of the fourth quarter to this game. Because oh, it was horrendous. Uh, it, it was some of the uh, it was like the first four minutes was some of the ugliest basketball uh that I have seen in a minute. And it helped the Clippers, thankfully. Yes, absolutely. Um, we also, we would be remiss if we did not give a tip of the hat to Ty Lue for keeping the defense ready. Um, the Grizzlies, like we said, put up 137 in their previous game. Coming into this game over the last month, they were the best offense in the league. Yeah. Um, in terms of rating. And the Clippers, I mean, we literally, we literally played a bench lineup for the entire game. Yeah. Um, and only one Grizzly was over 20 points. That was John Morant. Kudos to Ty Lue for yet another elite coaching performance. I got a knock on him though. What? He talked about he talked about <sighs> Zoo shooting in yeah. the, in the pregame? Yeah. He said the plan was to let Zoo take one exactly one three. I think the game is too close. And then he changed his mind. <laughs> Coward. Coward. Uh, <laughs> there were maybe at the end some opportunities for Zoo to get a three. That is a fair gripe. What we didn't like, I mean, you have a good note in here. Um Look, they kind of beat us at <laughs> at most things. Like we out assisted them boards. I think we maybe won by one board, but really they played a pretty uh, solid game. But we shot fifty two percent from three. Yeah, and there's nothing you can do with <laughs> yeah, that. Who cares? <laughs> we lost points in the paint, forty two to twenty six. We lost second chance points, twenty to eleven. We lost fast break points, twenty three to six. Who but cares? Once again, if you shoot fifty two percent from three. It truly does not matter. <laughs> we're st we coming into this game, we were historically the best 
three-point shooting team got better in history. We got better somehow. Um, John Morant hit threes, which is something you kind of have to live with. Like, he's not a good three-point shooter right now. Um, I mean, there's not a whole lot to, like, tangibly dislike from this game. If you come away from this game with any kind of bad taste in your mouth, I honestly don't really know what to tell you. Like, we didn't even, I mean, it's just like. Could have had a zoo three. Okay, we, you're right. We could have had a zoo three. Um, no, hats off to everybody in this game. A three to Zubots? Come on. Okay. We played nine guys in this game. Daniel True did get 53 seconds to play. It was minus three. Um, how are we feeling after this game? I mean, feeling incredible. Like I, like I said up top, I mean, this is, to me, like a super quality win. The Grizzlies are a how good quality. team. It's in the it's in the pantheon of best Clippers wins of the of season. seasons. That's totally fair. Yeah, they're a top ten defense, you know. And we uh, we took it straight to them, and we got it done. Uh, God, this one just feels good. What an insane stretch of games um, for the Clippers. And like it was what a thirty something point turnaround too. We from being yeah. down eighteen yeah. to winning this game by nearly fifteen points. Like, gotta be furious if you're a Grizzlies fan. Yeah, what a nightmare. Um, Never good when uh, when Luke Kennard pulls out the flamethrower on you. He torches <laughs> you hanging on your patio. He'll do it. He'll do it, man. <laughs> Kennard does not care. Uh, what a win. Cannot wait for the next Clippers game. Coming up, we're going to be talking what we want to see more of on Thursday, Thursday, um, as well as, you know, just it's kind of playoff oriented, mostly Paul George oriented. But first, got to give a shout out to Theragun. Don't let the stress of daily life weigh on your body. Whether you're an elite athlete or someone like me just trying to make it through the day tension-free, Theragun can help. Theragun is a handheld percussive therapy device that releases your deepest muscle tension using a scientifically calibrated combo of depth, speed, and power, and it's as quiet as an electric toothbrush. The Gen 4 Theragun doesn't just feel good, it gets to the source of the pain by releasing tension using Theragun's signature percussive therapy, which goes 60% deeper than vibration alone. Wow. Whether you want to treat your muscle tension from working out, an injury, or just the stresses of everyday life, as we previously mentioned, there's no substitute for the Theragun Gen 4. The OLED screen and design make you feel like you're holding something from the future. Just go to their site and check it out. And the Theragun app learns from your behavior and suggests guided routines. Theragun is trusted by 250 professional sports teams like Real Madrid of the former Super League and elite athletes like Paul frickin' George, DeAndre Hopkins, Maria Sharapova, eh, hundreds of thousands of customers, and me. I love my Theragun. Try Theragun for 30 days, starting at only $199. Go to theragun.com slash locked on right now and get your Gen 4 Theragun today. That's theragun.com slash locked on. Theragun.com slash locked on. Now we're back. Yes. Wow. Theragun. Thanks so much. Theragunned up, man. What do you want me to do? (laughs) You're getting down on that percussive therapy. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Uh, We're back with Thirsty Thursday. Every single Thursday, we talk about who and what we're thirsty for, basically what we want to see more of. And right now, uh, there's so much strange discourse surrounding Paul George. It's the worst. Um, Farbod had a fantastic tweet about this. Sports Illustrated had a video that was like, is Paul George finally redeeming himself? And it's like, look, first of all, he has nothing to prove to you people. Um, But Farbot had a great tweet about this, which had me thinking. 
He said, the fact that we have the Will Paul George's regular season success matter conversation only about Paul George and not about the 10 other superstars who haven't won a championship is stupid. Yeah. And I could not agree more. Definitely. People pretend that Paul George wasn't coming up in the East when LeBron James was in the East, which is a pretty big hurdle to get over. Yeah. Um, Went to an Eastern Conference final. Went to an Eastern Conference final. Went toe-to-toe with LeBron. People pretend that he didn't come back from a horrific leg injury. Yeah. As well as two shoulder surgeries at the same time. Giannis also exited in the second round last season. Yeah. We have not once talked about it. And he won MVP. Yeah. Um, No, it's a shame. I think, I do think that Paul George has made a more conscious effort to not let social media stuff affect him. I'm not saying that like it's a choice at all. I don't mean it like that. It's very difficult to do. No, I, I think that he is in a better place mentally this season. Yes. Um, I don't fully know like the machinations that led to um, sort of what happened last year. Um, I, I think part of it is coming back from an injury and, and certainly having some doubt in yourself. And then For to sure. see that sort of reaffirmed, I think maybe online, uh, during, a pa- I think one thing that adds to is that this is also in the backdrop yeah. of a goddamn pandemic. So yeah. your brain is just functioning at a much higher stress level, just base level when you wake up. Definitely. Every day. Definitely. Definitely. Uh, um, yeah, I don't know. So yeah, I, I, it, it was definitely different. Um, and you know, I, you know, it, what happened happened. Certainly don't blame him for it. I mean, it could happen yeah. to anybody. Uh, but he does seem to be in a much better place this year, just, you know, mentally. And, you know, hopefully the toe edema seems like it's fine, you know. Um, seems like he's working through it, so that's good. But you've got some stuff in here about Paul George. Look, man. It is pretty interesting. When's my guy going to get some foul calls? Never. I honestly think never. It's it's absurd. Yogi Farrell, I feel like, got the, Paul George, the whistle that Paul George should be getting. <laughs> Look, we talked about it a little bit on the last episode. Paul George is 25th in the league in terms of points per game. There's only one player in the top 25 taking less free throw attempts than him. Uh, It's wild. And the thing is, I I feel like one of the knocks has maybe been, oh, you you know, he shoots a lot of threes. Uh, As he should. I mean, as he should (laughs) when he's that good. But, like, if you look at sort of, uh, I mean, if you look at, how his shot profile kind of breaks down. Um, he, he's actually taking fewer threes percentage-wise yeah. and getting less free throw attempts. If you look at that uh, that season, his last season with the Thunder, where he was sort of in the MVP conversation. Yeah. Third, right? Yeah, he, he did finish third uh, in the voting. Uh, he averaged 28 points a game, which was second in the league in points per game. He was taking seven free throw attempts back then. Yep. Making... About six of them. I'd kill for seven free throw attempts per game for Paul George right now. Yeah. And if you look at sort of like the breakdown of his shots, he was attempting about 21 field goal attempts per game. Okay. About 10 of those were threes. Yeah. Uh, Splits, 44, 39, 84. Jesus. Oof. Very solid. Very good. 
Currently, he's scoring 24 points per game. So okay. four points per game down, which is 25th in the league, which is crazy to think about. Yeah, for sure. Uh, only taking four free throw attempts. So almost half of what he was taking in that season. Same player, mind you. Uh, so if he literally has his average from that season, he's borderline at the same place per game in terms of free throw. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. So, And now he's only taking eight threes a game as opposed to 10 on about 18 field goal attempts. So 44% of his field goal attempts are threes versus 47% in that mm -hmm. uh, in that season. And I say that just to say, I mean, if he's going to the rim more and getting less calls, Something's up. there's clearly a discrepancy there. Yeah, there's uh, an agenda so there. If he was taking around the same amount of free throw attempts, which isn't inconceivable considering that he's going to the rim more. <laughs> no, it's not inconceivable at all. And hitting them at his three-point average, he'd be closer to about 26.2 points per game, which is just outside the top 10. Unbelievable. Uh, look, looking at his stats versus that MVP contender season, mm -hmm. like I said, this season he's averaging 24, 6, and 5. That MVP season, 28, 8, and 4. But... The thing that's kind of interesting is if you look at his impact on the court this season in terms of plus minus, he's plus 8.7, which is damn. the highest plus minus of any player in the top 25 in points. Really? It's even uh, Kawhi is at 8.4, which is the second highest, uh, but he is even higher than that. In that MVP contender, I'm, yeah. it, I, whatever you want to call it. Uh, he was he, third in he didn't MVP win, he, didn't, he didn't win MVP, but he was in the conversation. <laughs> he was plus 6.4. Yeah. So, look, I I know that this will always be Kawhi's team, uh, and you know, rightfully so. He is kind of like what set this whole series of events in motion. Right. But it's also kind of totally Paul George's. Team. It's also yeah. It's also totally Paul George's team, and um, in a good way. Yeah, and he has been as impactful of a player on this team, and I don't know, man. I mean, I, I, I don't, I, I feel like, do the refs read Twitter? Like, what's going on there? I don't know, man. It's garbage. It's, so here's the other thing. Do we think it changes in the playoffs? It has to. It has to. I hope it does. I'm a little concerned because the refs are bullshit. So I think it'll depend on the refing as well as the opponent. Um, but I don't know, man, it, some of this, I, I don't know. You look at some of these games like that last one against, he's the getting hit in against the face the and not getting called. Yeah. Well, so in the game against the Blazers, right? He gets fouled on a three. They review it. It's no foul. A Blazers player. I think it was, uh, Simons gets fouled in the exact same way. Yeah. And they call it a foul. It's just like, it's infuriating. Yeah. Um, the man is a bona fide superstar. Give him the superstar calls, for Christ's sakes. I just, I hope the here's here's what I'm thirsty for. The refs getting their head out of their ass. Yeah. How about that? <laughs> um, He's what are you, Jennifer Canard? <laughs> <laughs> um, hard pivot for this. Got a couple minutes left. Is it wrong to want more clarity on the playoff guard rotation, dude? What do you want? I don't know. I want well. A, I want everyone to be healthy. Um, Reggie is starting. We, we assume Reggie's starting. Reggie is starting. Rondo's coming off the bench. All right. That's all I want. I mean, great. <laughs> Seem upset about it. Um, I'm not upset about it. I'm just telling but you. Part of me what is are like, the other options? The other option is Rondo starts because Ty Lue has been doing a bunch of weird stuff, and I mean weird stuff in a good way. 
think, or the other option is that Pat Bev starts and he's like healthy before the playoffs start, but they just leave him out until the playoffs, which I don't think is a good idea. But there have been some interesting let's let guys play when it seems maybe kind of like a gray area type thing that we've seen yeah. so far this year that they maybe just launch Bev back into the playoffs. I don't know. Seeing, I don't want him to. Seeing Bev thrust back in last season in the playoffs, I mean, it just did not look very good. Oh, agreed. I agree uh, 100%. So I don't know. I, I think, I mean... I'm optimistic that Pat will be back, and if Pat is back, he will be reinserted into the starting lineup. Um, I, I think that they will just give him that they're going to give him the spot because, I mean, yeah, you know, he, he's earned it, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, Reggie's played more games, but <laughs> whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, Reggie's effectively, yeah, he is the starting one. But I think that Rondo is kind of most effective coming off the bench. Uh, will he? Like, I don't know what his time will look like with the starters. Um, I mean, he will most assuredly always be playing with one starter Absolutely. and probably Morris um, yeah, in, the sure. play, in the playoffs. Like, it'll be one starter plus Mo Morris, who is a starter, uh, yeah. just was not the start of the season, um, and, and Rondo. So, I don't know. Uh, yeah. That's interesting. It I'm, is interesting. I'm also just excited to see Ty Lue in the playoffs. He's not going to win it, but he should be in Coach of the Year discussions. Yeah. Based on how much lineup turnover we've had. Yeah. The games that this team has won without the majority of their starters, plus the games they've won with their starters, are yeah. incredible. You start wearing some funny hats. You think he needs you think he needs a thing. <laughs> he needs a thing, dude. He needs a gimmick. Uh bring the ring back. Oh, ring mouth. Yeah, that'd be a good time. <laughs> I think funny hats is a good call. <laughs> Just some dumbass fedoras. One of those Sherlock hats, it's like a hat in the front and the back. Hot take. What if you start smoking out of a Sherlock pipe or a Gandalf? What if Ty Lue becomes big pipe guy? He's probably, That's a gimmick. He's probably a cigar guy, right? I assume anyone who makes a lot of money is a cigar person. That's fair. That's fair. They're good. Yeah. I really like these cigars. Uh, swishers. <laughs> very reusable. Very versatile. Um well, that's what you're thirsty for at Locked On Clips. Coming up, we're going to be talking some X-Clipper news, some music news, and just some general just good vibes. But first, Will, talk to me about where I could perhaps spend a lot of money online. Uh, look, the only place that we trust is Bet Online. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Football, long over. Uh, <laughs> college basketball, get it out of here. Also over. But the NBA, the NHL, and the MLB are all in full swing. Bet Online doesn't just cover sports, though, they cover awards, TV shows, and reality TV. You can get real time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head on over to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus that's on top of your first deposit. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Don't forget to use that promo code locked on. And don't forget, if you need car parts, you need to check out Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it is now impossible to stock all the parts you need. And I've tried. It's really difficult. In a traditional chain storefront, why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning like, what are you doing here? You can't do that in the parking lot. And wait while the counterman orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Talking about phones. 
rockauto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts your car may need. Right, locked on, and they're how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, rockauto.com. Okay, so we're back with shavings, which is just where we wrap oh, yeah. up kind of everything else. Uh, in former Clipper news, Fianu Cavangeli recently signed to another 10-day contract by the Cavaliers. Way to go! Keep yeah. it up, Fee. Yeah. Um, they got their first win at home in a month the night that we're recording this. Good for them. Tough times over there in Cleveland. Good for them. Tough times. Shout out to Fee. Um, I hope Fee goes to a team that has really good development because he wasn't really done any favors by the Clippers with the strategy of go out there and huck some threes and not really work on anything else. Um, but yeah, I just hope it gets a, I'll be it's a legitimate shot. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, I fault the Clippers development for a lot of things. I think fee was a little bit too much of a project and that we could really take on, especially for like, like doc, right? Like it's like, 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 feigned young project Mulder Doc Rivers. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, definitely. That's never I, I mean, and he's like kind of a weird tweener and in, in body type uh, in terms of... Still feels like he hasn't even grown into it fully weirdly. Yeah, in, in terms of like where he can play. Uh, he, you know, he he just really struggled here. Um, getting yeah. Up, getting up to speed. And I'm, I'm glad to see uh, that people are interested in taking a swing around because there is something interesting there. Oh yeah. Um, you, he's just gonna need, uh, I mean, he's just a very raw prospect. Yeah, what's crazy is that like, I think with this coaching staff, if there was, I guess, the, you know, if there was an actual G League season, yeah, it, it would be nice to see him on the clips, but alas, hope nothing but success for Fee. Um, that Terrence Mann song came out that we were talking about, which is, it's pretty good. It's not Terrence Mann rapping. No. It's uh, someone made a song called Terrence Mann. The beat is fun. They use the X-Files. Yeah. It's a good time. Love the X-Files. But uh, yeah, I want that Terrence Mann uh, slapper to come out. I think the last thing to kind of close out shavings, I'm just genuinely so hyped on the team right now. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean... I talked about it a little bit yesterday on Locked On Today, but I, I mean, the way that it looks right now, the Clippers are certainly peaking at the right time. Uh, I think we saw a little bit last year them maybe peaking a bit early uh, and not having maybe the strongest close. And then I, it was weird though, you, you know, there's, you know, we talked about it a little bit last segment, but just such a bizarre season. Um, Goofy. For a lot of reasons. Very goofy season. Paul George was always right. You're always right, Paul. <laughs> uh, but it does seem that they're hitting their stride at the right time right now. And um, yeah, I, look, I, I'm going to have my reservations because I'm a Clippers fan and I'm the person of that I am. Uh, I'm loosening up the tie a little bit. I'm getting a little... <laughs> You're getting a little more chilled out. I'm getting a little, little loose over here. On the prospect of how good this team can be. Yeah, it's like if we were the 18-19 team, but actual contenders. 
And I mean that in a nice way for, for the 1819 team. Yeah, no. But I, this truly. has the same spirit as that team, yeah. which is hard to do when you're also an elite all the way around basketball team, right? Like, definitely, definitely. There's no plucky underdogs unless you get a night where we're down seven guys. <laughs> I, I mean, well, I think Terrence Mann kind of surmised it perfectly. He said that basically top to bottom, everybody believes in everybody on the roster. Yeah. And that's why, you know, you have guys come in on their first night like Yogi Ferrell and they're able to be successful because everybody is, you know, not only believes that they can be successful, but they're actively trying yeah. for the, and they their want everyone else to be successful. Yeah. Yeah. Whew. What uh what a good time. It's really a good time. What a good time for Clippers fans. Hope everyone's doing well out there. You know, every, most people are vaccinated. Hope you're feeling good after those second shots or the first, depending on what you got. Um yeah, Friday's episode preview of that Rockets game on Friday night. Clippers have the whole freaking weekend off after that, which is great. Uh we're gonna be talking some playoff rotation stuff, most likely. And then of course I love Mary Quarantine. We thank y'all for listening to us. Will, where can these people, you know, just tell everyone that they've been listening to us? You can check us out on iTunes with the podcast app. We're also on Google Podcasts. We're on Spotify. We're on Stitcher. We're on Deezer. You can always tell your smart speaker to play Locked on Clippers. Works flawlessly. <laughs> Very well. Uh, yeah, as we mentioned up top, we come at you Monday through Friday, 7 a.m. Pacific. Mm-hmm. Come through. We'd love to have your listen. Early but a fun time. I have been Positive Chuck Mockler. And I am William the Opinion Updike. We appreciate you.